Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Pigyan Bechor, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Yud. We dedicate the learning today for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noya Nechama Basgalia, Yehuda Shmuel Ben Yael Surya, and an easy birth for Liba Shendel Bas Rivka, and a complete refuah shalema for all the others, including Chayrezel Bas Shendel Dobra, Gittel Bas Esther Rochel, Yosef Ben Sivya Yehudis, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Binyamin Yitzchok Ben Liba Margarit, Shena Taiba Bas Miriam, Levi Elchana Ben Yael, Chaya Shufia Shoshana Bas Sora, Daniel Boruch Ben Sora, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mendel, David Yishayo Ben Sora, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, David Lei Ben Shena, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Adasa, Sora Yehudis Bas Sora, Gittigenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Aviv Yelona Bas Yispehendel, Sorochel Bas Yispehendel, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Mechama Bas Lea, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Shleimer Ben Rivka Sprinza, Leib Ben Zhenya, Hillel Yisrael Ben Sora, Nechemia Zalman Ben Sorafega, Yerachmiel Ben Dvoira, Yerachmiel Avram Rechavia Ben Dvoira, Freda Bas Mindel, we're in the middle of the discussion regarding how Yaakov Avinu acquired the Bechayra from Esav. Paragraph Yud, V'yalkeim be'emes zocha Yaakov al-yidei zeh l'kabelas ha-brocha shel ha-shirus And therefore we see that after Yaakov Avinu succeeded in buying the birthright from Esav, Afterwards, he received the bracha of wealth from Yitzchak, Avinu. Ki ho talia, because these two are dependent on each other, the bechayra and the wealth. Ki Yitzchak to'o be'esav, because Yitzchak Avinu was mistaken regarding Esav HaRosha. K'mayisham Rabbi Seinuzal, as the Medrash tells us, that Esav made believe he was wanted to be extra-religious, how do you miser salt? Asking all kinds of questions. And that's why Yitzchak Avinu wanted to give a bracha to Esav before his before Yitzchak Avinu's passing by through eating that Esav should bring food for him. Because Yitzchak Avinu thought that by Esav preparing a meal for him, the and Esav's intention would be that through this Achila Dikdusha, through this holy eating, it would enable a flow of Heoras Harotzoin, which results in a flow of Das, and Esav would be able to receive that Das from Yitzchak Avinu 
before Yitzhak Avinu would pass away, Oz boy So Yitzhak Avinu thought that during the eating, when this Heora Sarotzen will be flowing, he'll be able to shine this Das into his son Esav. Vialkain diktek Yitzchok Vyomer, and this is why Yitzchok Avinu was very specific when he said to Esav, Go hunt and bring me food. And I will bless you before Hashem, before my, my death. Specifically, before I pass away. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the beginning of chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, that it's extremely important and the main goal of a person in life is to make sure that when they leave the world, they have left behind their das in their children, in their students, in anyone who they spoke to. And this is why Yitzhak Avinu wanted to bless Esav with wealth right before he would pass away, right before Yitzhak Avinu would pass away, specifically during eating. However, Rivka is the one who really understood the evil of Esav. That Esav does not want any holy blessing. He doesn't want any blessing of das or holiness. Shehu hadas hakodesh, rak betayvoyz gashmius boilam hazelavad. But rather, all Esav is interested is materialistic desires, and and elements of this world. Alkain miharo vekores Yaakov. Therefore, she was very quick, Rivka, and she called her son Yaakov, and she told Yaakov Avinu to work quickly and bring food for Yitzchak Avinu, which Yitzchak Avinu likes, so that Yaakov Avinu would receive what Yitzchak Avinu was intending to leave behind in this world before his passing, which is his das. Because that was the only real interest of Rivka Imenu and Yaakov Avinu. Their interest wasn't materialistic wealth. Their interest was to receive that das from Yitzchak Avinu. And by the good grace of Hashem, they were successful. And Yaakov Avinu received the bracha of wealth in order that through this wealth he would be zeichet to receive this heora sarotzain, sheu heora sadas. And this is why we find a, another very interesting item there, that Yitzchak Avinu gives a bracha to Yaakov Avinu for wealth, parnosa, but he adds another very important point of, of kingdom, 
authority, First, Yitzhak Avinu says, Hashem should bless you from the heavenly dew, and then, Nations should be subservient to you, will serve you. This is a bracha for kingdom, authority, leadership. Because Rabbi Nezal has a whole paragraph in that chapter on Likut Imran, chapter 7, where he explains that in order for a person to be able to receive parnasa and wealth through this the person has to be Ishchayel, the person has to be a leader, they have to be strong, powerful. We know that Hashem told Adam Arishain, Hashem told Adam and Chava, he said to Chava, Vohu Yimshel Bach, that Adam Arishain will have kingdom, authority, leadership, in order to be able to receive Parnasa from Hashem. And this is why we find that Yitzchok Avinu, when Yaakov Avinu came in and brought him the food, Yitzchok Avinu says, I see that you smell like the smell of the field that Hashem has blessed. What field was he referring to? He was referring to Gan Eden, the Zohar Kodesh says. How did Yitzhak Avinu know what Gan Eden smells like? Because the Zohar Kodesh says that during the Akedah, when Avram Avinu was performing the Akedah, Yitzhak Avinu's soul actually left him and went up to Gan Eden. And there there was a switch that took place from a, a female soul, which Yitzhak Avinu had originally, which couldn't give birth to a male um, to a male soul in order to be able to to give birth the zohar kodesh has a whole discussion about this so yitzchok avinu knew what ganeden smells like and he said you smell like that holy field that hashem has blessed now that the, the concept of ganeden is a concept of this heora sarotzain this incredible high-level light, Shehu Bechinas Ma, which is Ma, like we spoke about in the previous year, Ma is what? When, when something is above our rationale, above our understanding, Bechinas Mechomis, as the Zohar Kodesh says, the angels say, when they see how far Hashem is above them, they say to each other, what do you see? What do you know? Shehu Soid Reach, and this is the secret of the concept of smell. Smell of all the five senses, smell is the most spiritual one. Kiles machshova tfiso tamon klal. Because the Zohar Kodesh says, when it speaks about heora sarotzain, when it speaks about ganeten, it says that no human mind can grasp it. It's above our seichel. Rakhu kemando orach rechoni, the Zohar Kodesh says, but it's rather like someone who smells something. They smell something very special, and they don't know what it is. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, 
in Shira Shirim, Brach Doidi Udemelecholitzvi Al Hore Besomim. These are the closing words of Shira Shirim. Run away, run, my beloved, and, and be like a deer on the mountains, on the perfumed mountains. Al Hore Besomim. Kemavur Ma'at Mize Bidvorenu Behilchas Birchasareach. And Rav Zal says, I've elaborated on this topic a little bit in, discussion, in discussing the bracha that we make on smell. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Orachayim, in Hilchas Birchas Areach, and you'll understand what we're talking about here. It's brought in the Sforim Akdashim, I think the Bnei Sochra speaks about this, that when Obam and Chava ate from the Eight Sadas, we find that four of the five senses participated in that sin. It says she saw that the, 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 the fruit looked attractive, she took, she tasted, <clears throat> and she listened, she heard the words of the snake. Those four senses participated. We don't see any mention at all of smell. And therefore, the sense of smell was not tarnished, wasn't harmed at all by the eight sadas, and the sense of smell remained the holiest, the most spiritual. That's why the Gemara says, which item is there, which there's a Pasuk that says, Koil haneshoma tahalel ko. The, the, the soul will praise Hashem. We know that usually the law is that whenever a person is experiencing any benefit, any physical benefit, they're required to make a bracha. But the, the, the Gemara here asks, which item is there that we're praising Hashem for a soul benefit, soul pleasure? And the Gemara says that's smell, the sense of smell. V'alkein tzo'ak esav. And this is why when Esav discovered what happened, that his brother had preempted him, had gone in first and received the bracha, Esav <coughs> cried out, Es bechoyrosi lokach, vehine ato lokach birchosi. He took, my brother Yaakov took my birthright, and now he took away my blessing, my bracha. Kiho bechotalia, because these two are dependent on each other. Bechoyra and Bracha, they're the same letters. Ki habrocha lokach alidei habechoyra. Because as we explained in the previous year, as a result of Yaakov Avinu getting the Bechoyra, the Bechoyra is racist, the Bechoyra is all kinds of things that go together with Bracha, with blessing. Question in the chat. According to what Rabbein Azal says in the chapter in Likut Imran that this halach is based on, chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, in today's kolel couples, where the wife is the main provider, is it necessary for her to have authority over her husband in order to be a successful provider? Chas v'shalom. The answer is no. It's necessary if one is going to provide they have to have kingdom, they have to have authority, not necessarily in the case of a wife and a husband, not necessarily that she should use it over her husband. The malchus could be to be a mensch, to be a mensch, to be strong, to be determined, to be to behave like royalty, not to behave like, like a schlepper, like a, a lazy person or a person who doesn't know what they're doing, that kind of thing.
Any other questions? Rav Nosenzal continues now, paragraph Yeralif. V'zeh imbuchu koisai teilechu v'esmitzvoisai tishmaru v'nosati gishmechem beitom v'achalten lachmechem lo soiva. Rav Nosenzal is quoting parts of the opening psukim of Parshas Bechu Koisai at, at the end of Chomesh Vayikra. V'samhu harbe and many of the commentaries struggle, they, they, they struggle to understand the fact that the Torah only describes materialistic reward, reward from this world, parnasa, v'soiva, kamuva kashezois, become a fortune. As we find several commentaries on Chomish ask this question. However, based on what Rav Nosenzal explained earlier, based on Rav Nosenzal's teachings, will understand very clearly, very well. Ki ikar haftocha shemavtichom al parnosa v'soiva, ho ikar huma sheyizku al yidei haparnosa v'hasviya leheoras harotzoim, shemeir beiso achilo daika. When Hashem is giving a bracha here, that you'll have parnosa, you'll have what to eat, that's not the, the goal. That's a means. That's going to be a means to the end goal. What is going to be the end goal? That as a result of having parnasa and having food to eat and eating properly, you're going to be zeichet to heoras haratzim, which shines at the time of eating. This incredible high-level light that's called heoras haratzim. As we explained earlier, shezehu bevadai haftocha gedoyla. That's a fabulous promise. Kize iker hatachles ba'olam hazeh. Because this is the main goal of a person in this world and in the next world, eternally, to be zeichet to this heora This is what the Pasuk is referring to when it says, There's going to come a time when the angels are going to be asking the Jews, what is Hashem doing? Ma, ma po'al kel, ma daika. Note they use that word ma, which means what, which according to Kabbalah refers to a level above what we can understand. In that which we can't understand, we say what? Shezeo bechinas, this is what it says in another pasuk. Mo rav tufcho asher tzafanta what is this incredible goodness that you, Hashem, have hidden away for those who respect you? Shehu schar oilam haba. That pasuk is referring to the reward in the future world. Shezoichen lekabel heora misham, whereby it's possible for a person to be able to receive a little bit of light coming from there, from that incredible high place. This is what Rabbein Azal calls to be able to experience that during eating. And now we can understand why the Torah promises that you'll have what to eat and you'll be satiated in, as reward for your Torah mitzvahs. Shehem Iker Kedushas Hadas Hanal. The Torah and Mitzvahs are the, the main holiness of Das. 
כי בשעס הוא אכילו דייקו זויכן להאורס הרוצוין של האוסיד, because it's specifically when a person is eating that a person can experience receiving this האורס הרוצוין, which is above דאס. If the person made the proper effort to receive the das, first, which is by studying and observing the Torah and all its mitzvahs. That's how a person gets das, and such a person, when that person eats with, with das, with yeshuva das, eat, they eat like a mensch, all the proper items related to eating, then that person could experience a light that's higher than Das, this light of He'eros HaRatzlein during eating. V'chein mevoyer b'parsha zois l'amestakel b'toyro b'emes. And Rabbi Nosson Zal says, if you look carefully and honestly at the words there in Parshas B'chukoisai, you'll be able to see that this is what it's referring to. Because when Hashem promises us all the blessings of Parnasa and being satiated, and the Pesach goes at length to this, to the point where it says, again, talking about the wonderful eating, Together with all of those brachas regarding the eating and food, Hashem also goes ahead and promises us the incredible closeness to Hashem that we're going to have. Sheyizkoideh, which will be zechetu through this. Kamashikosu as it says, immediately after the brachas about food and parnasa, it says, V'nosati mishkoni b'seichichem. Hashem says, I will establish my residence among you. I'll be close to you, and you'll be close to me. I will go among you. And I will be your Hashem. And you will be my nation. Rashi HaKodesh says there, Look at this. Rashi says this is not referring to this world. This is referring to Rashi says, when am I going to be with you? When are we going to experience this incredible closeness? Hashem says, I'll, I'll walk with you within Gan Eden. Making it clear that this is referring to the pleasures of the world to come. And this is why Rashi concludes over there, you might think, because we're going to be so close, you're not going to be afraid of me. The Pasuk adds, I will be to you a Hashem. Eloikim represents Midas Adin, Malchus. Because as we learned earlier, the main pleasure of Olam Haba is this Heora Saratzain Bechinas Koes? Like it says in the Pasuk over there, Koes Ye Omar Leyakov, like the time when it will be said to Yaakov Avinu, the time here referring to the time in the future in, in Olam Haba in Gan Eden. Sheyizguoz Lichlil Shnei Hasogos Yachad. That's when 
the Jewish people will succeed in joining together the two levels of Das that we spoke about, the level of Das of the son and the level of Das of the student, <coughs> which are the which applies to the Talmud, the people on a lower level, and the level of Mo, Mo, or Aye, which applies to the people on the higher level. This really describes true closeness to Hashem, being zeichet to these incredible high levels of Das. Hashem says, I'll stroll with you in Gan And Rabbi Nezal says in Likut Imran that it's impossible to achieve or one of the major prerequisites for all of this is Yira. A person needs Yira in order when a person is trying to give over Das to another person, there has to be an element of Yira because the Gemara says a person who has Yira, that person's words are heard. That's word, that person's words penetrate and that person's words remain indelibly inscribed in the one who's hearing it. As Rabbein Azal explains this over there in Likudimaran, Alkain Diktek Rashi Vesim, that's why Rashi adds this additional piece over there. And very, being very specific and concluding, you might think we're talking about this lovey-dovey relationship, and closeness, I'm going to be so close to you and close to you, you might think you don't have to be afraid of me. Talmud Loimer, therefore the Pesach says, because it's impossible to achieve everything we've described here without Yira. As the Pasuk says, what is this incredible goodness that you've hidden away for those who fear you, for those who respect you, specifically. And all of this, the Jewish people have the ability to receive a little bit of this light, this incredible light, even in this world, during eating. This explains why we find throughout the Torah, very often Hashem is giving a bracha to the Jewish people, you'll have what to eat, and you'll eat, and you eat. Enough with the eating. We need. We don't want eat. We want olam haba. We want ganeden. We want das. The type of eating that Hashem is speaking about there is an eating during which a person can experience this incredible highlight called heorasarotzayin shehu iker hatachlis, which is the ultimate goal of a Jew. Question in the chat. Isn't this Heorasarotsain limited to specific times such as Mincha Shabbos? Is the Likut saying it's available daily by eating properly? Yes. I assume we're talking here about Heoras Hadikna, a certain high level light of, of Kiddush. The answer is yes. Yes. I mentioned that there's a safer that a Rabbi Margolius 
who was one of the great Mikubalim of the previous generation, I believe he spent a lot of time in Meiron, a famous rabbi, I don't remember the first name at this moment, that he wrote a pamphlet, and he wrote it, to, he writes in the introduction that he's writing this to one of his close friends, who asked him, could you please list all of the different ace rot signs? And he has a list there of about a hundred, maybe more, special times that are ace rot sign. When you open the Oren Kodesh, Shabbos Mincha, many. Now, Rabbi Nezal, in this chapter, in Likud Imran, is revealing an incredible, incredible thing, explaining very elaborately and very clearly how during eating is a time that a person can experience this He'orah Saratzayim. In the first bracha of Birka Samozayim, we say, Poiseach Esyodecha, Umazbiya Lechol Chai Ratzayim. It could have said, Umazbiya Lechol Chai. You open your hands and you, you satiate all living things. Must be a lecholchai rotzain. That term rotzain in there. And the many other proofs that Rabbi Nezal gives to show this. Any other questions, please? Rabbi Nezal continues, Ubemes loyodati meikora the truth is, Rav Nassazal says, I don't understand to begin with what these commentaries on the Chumash are, are struggling with as to why the Torah mentions physical materialistic blessings. We find over here, in Bukhoyse, where we just quote, it also mentions spiritual things. Sheheim ikr hatachles boilam haza boilam habalanetzach, which are the main ultimate goal of a person in this world and in the future. As it continues to say, like we quoted before, Hashem says, I will establish my residence, my sanctuary among you. The base Hamikdash, where, where where people were able to achieve the highest levels of das. Ad and if you continue, you see there's more of this throughout the parsha. says. What I say the question should really be is, how does the Torah put these two things side by side? That I'll give you what to eat, you'll have what to eat and, and eat and eat, and you'll have all of this incredible high-level spiritual connection. It would seem that these two should be far apart from each other. However, based on the awesome introduction that Rabbi Nezal has given us in that chapter on the Kutimaran, Shalidei Heoras Hadasanal, Shehi Bechina Shmiras Hatoirava Mitzvois, Zoichin Leheoras Harotzain Bishas Achila Daika. Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimaran that a person who is involved in giving over Das, in sharing Das with other people, and in order to do that properly, the person has the proper Yira. 
the person's a real Yerei Shamayim, and they're giving over Das, and especially if they're on a level where they're giving over Das on both levels, they're able to teach people who are very advanced, they're able to show them that they still have a lot to learn, and they're able to take people who know next to nothing and make them feel close to Hashem and bring them close to Hashem. Rabbi Nezal shows there that through that Heoras Hadas, such a person, when they're eating, could be Zaycha to this incredible Heoras Harotzaim. And again, this applies to every single person on their level. Based on Rabbi Nezal's teachings, we understand perfectly the flow of the Psukim over there, how it mentions these two things together. And so too throughout the Torah, in all other places in the Torah, where Hashem promises the Jewish people the blessing of having what to eat and parnosa. Even in those places where Hashem did not express clearly the connection between the physical eating and the high-level spiritual light, Yilmad Sosum Min Hamafurash. There's a rule the Gemara says sometimes when something is expressed very clearly in one place and in another place it's not expressed so clearly, we can learn regarding the place where it's not so clear from the place where it is clear. So Hashem has made it perfectly clear in Parshas Bechukoisai, She'ikar hakavona bebirkas haparnosa vachila b'schar ha-toira, that the main intention of Hashem in blessing us with parnosa and having what to eat as a reward for observing the Torah and mitzvahs, the main reason why he's giving us this bracha regarding eating is because a person who studies Torah properly and acquires this das and shares this das with others, with children and students, such a person through their Torah, through their das, they could be when that person eats, this Heoras Harotzayim shines upon them. And that's the ultimate goal of a Jew, both in this world and in the next world. A comment in the chat <coughs> that we must be talking about a super high level of eating. The answer is we are. However, there's a rule in all the Breslov's forum in Likut Imran, Likut Elochus, that everything, just about everything, everything that's written applies to every single one of us on our level, on our level. Each and every one of us can try to do our best to learn Torah as much as we can, to share our das with anyone who's willing to listen, who or anyone who we're, we're able to share the das with, and to make sure that before we're sharing das, we have yira shamayim, because in order for our das to enter the other person and and affect the other person properly, it's got to be coming from a person who has yira shamayim. So to work on our yira shamayim and das and through the and then 
when eating properly, being careful about what we're eating, both the, the kashras, all the spiritual elements of it, and eating like a mensch, eating the way a Jew is supposed to eat, the way a breastlover is supposed to eat, with dignity, through all of this, each and every one of us can experience this on our level. When a person goes to a tzaddik, there's a concept of a, a tish, where people go to, to join the tzaddik for his meal, that kind of thing. It's brought by, by, by uh, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyim that when Yisroi came, a meal was, a feast was prepared, a banquet, and it says they sat there to eat lechem lifnei ho'elikim in the presence, the divine presence of Hashem. And the Gemara says any Jew who participates in a pseudo where a Talmud Chacham is present, they're, they're experiencing this divine light of Hashem, Kaviochel. So here it's an incredible privilege to be zeched to participate in a suda where a Talmud Chacham is present or especially a tzaddik, <coughs> a person <coughs> to join such a meal, especially if they're providing food for the tzaddik, that kind of thing, then, the pers- then we can again experience this Seor HaSarotzayim on a higher level. Question in the chat: Didn't we say did did, did we say that Heora Sarotzin is the ultimate goal of a Jew? Isn't giving Hashem recognition to the point of <coughs> personal <coughs> personal oblivion without any personal interest the goal? The answer is correct. Both are true. Both are. We need to know that throughout Likutei Halachas. Rav Nosenzal many times uses the term Iker, the main thing. He's using it to put very important emphasis on something, to teach us that this is extremely important, but not necessarily that it contradicts or instead of certain other things that I mentioned. <clears throat> One of the highest levels that a Jew can, can achieve, the term Beetle. Beetle means completely negating oneself which means like we, no personal interest, negating oneself, that's also an aspect of this he'ora saratzayin, mo. <clears throat> mo means what, a person's asking what, <clears throat> implying that there's no physical anymore. The person has, the, the term that's used in the Gemara in Shulchan Aruch, hispashtu sagashmius detaching oneself completely from their physicality, <clears throat> from anything, and connecting, totally, totally connecting with Hashem. So it, it's not a contradiction. The term He'ora <clears throat> Saratzayim, and this term of, of recognition to Hashem to the point of complete beetle, those two terms are very similar in a sense. Isn't beetle a prerequisite for this Seora <clears throat> Saratzai? The answer is that's an aspect of this Yira. Yira means respect. Respect for Hashem. <clears throat> if I'm respecting Hashem, then I'm realizing how little I am. So this, this all goes together. This is all going together. 
when a person davens Shmon Esrei, we mentioned many times, that's a time where the Shulchan Aruch says that the Hasidim Harishonim used to experience his Pashtus Agashmius, this beetle, <coughs> this Heora Saratzin. How does one approach that? Before Shmon Esrei, we say the Oizer Dalin. Hashem helps the poorest of the poor. Dal is a term in Hebrew which means the poorest of the poor. Who's the Dalim? Me. I'm, I'm putting myself in this frame of mind that I'm standing in front of Hashem as a Dal, the poorest of the poor. Nothing. I am nothing. Hashem is everything. Rav Nosenzal continues, the Pasuk says there, you will eat your bread to complete satiation and satisfaction. And so too in the second paragraph of the Shema, where we say, It says there, that term severe, complete satiation and satisfaction, is another term for heora sarotzoin. Shehu iker That's the ultimate satiation and satisfaction. Shezeo bechinas, as the pasuk says, umasbia lechol chai rotzoin. That this concept of severe is synonymous with rotsoim. Shezeo bechinas tzadik oichel lesoiva nafshoi. As another pasuk says, a tzadik eats to satiate his soul. Ki ikar hasvia hualidei heorasarotsoim. Because in order for a person to experience being completely satiated, completely satisfied, that comes when there's a flow of rotsoin. Rotsoin means goodwill. When Hashem is shining His goodwill on me, and when I have 100% goodwill towards Hashem, Kaviyochom. As the Zohar Kodesh says, And Hashem bestows a rotsoin of severe, a rotsoin of satiation, satisfaction, Upon the person. I and Shom take a look over there in the Zohar Kodesh. Rabbi Nezal has a chapter in the Kutimaran where he speaks about fasting and he speaks about eating. And, and Rabbi Nezal there mentions that the word ra'ov, ra'ov means famine, hunger, the exact opposite of soiva. Soiva means full, completely satiated and satisfied. Rabbi Nezal shows there that the two most, two of the most basic names of Hashem are Yud Kevavke and Elokim. Rabbi Nezal shows there that Hashem's name Yud Kevavke Ba'achoraim backwards, backwards always represents Midas Hadin. Judgment, harshness. Hashem's name Elokim, when we write it Aleph, and then instead of going forward to the Lamed, we go back again, Aleph Lamed. 
Instead of going forward to the hey, we go back again. Aleph Lamed Hey, Aleph Lamed Hey Yud, Aleph Lamed Hey Yud Mem. It's Bigematria 200, the Reish. Hashem's name Yud Kevavke. Also, Ba'achoraim, in this backwards way, Yud, Yud Hey, Yud Hey Vav, Yud Hey Vav Hey, is Bigematria 72. That's the word Ra'av, which means starving, famine, hunger. The word soiva is the exact opposite of that. Hashem's name Elohim, when you write it out, bemilui, when you fill it out, not backwards, you're filling it out. Aleph, the letter Aleph, the way you pronounce it, Aleph Lamed Pei, Lamed, the way you Lamed Mem Dalet, and so on and so forth, is Bigematria 300. And the highest milui of Yud Kei is when it's spelled Yud Vav Dalet, Hey Yud, Vav Yud Vav, Hey Yud, is Bigematria 72, that's Soiva. Soiva means satiation. Soiva is satiation, and Soiva is the union of Yud Kevavke Elokim in a, in a positive way, in a blessed way. And we know Rabbi Nezal brings on Ikutimran in the beginning of chapter 54, Rabbi Nezal quotes the Zohar Kodesh, which says, Hashem Elokim, that's, that's Olam Haba. The union of Hashem Elokim, that's Olam Haba. That's, Ganet, that's this Heoras Harotzoin. That's this incredible high level. That's Soiva. That's this severe. This complete satisfaction, satiation. Question, as far as I know, there is no custom for the breast of a tzaddikim to make a tish. Why not, if seeing that tzaddikim eat is so important? The answer is that in, in many chasidises, they made the tish into a whole major performance, etc., a, a several-hour thing. Rabbein there were times when his students ate with him. There were times that on Friday night, when the students ate with Rabbein, when they got together with Rabbein and Rabbein gave over Torah at the time, <clears throat> and, and Rabbein Nassau writes about certain times when he was zeichet to eat a meal with Rabbein that kind of thing, but it, it wasn't, in, in, um, in the Hasidish world, this has become a whole performance which very often has positive elements to it, and also, it ends up the some of the tishes, for example, on Friday night, will start 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night, and go on for several hours, so that the people attending the tish will be davening shachris 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock, way after Zman Kriyashma, other things that go on at the time. There are some tishes where there's no Torah being said at all. There's singing, there's other things, so... There's di- different variations of tishes. In, in Breslov, it is a custom to invite guests. And, and the, the rabbis, my rabbis, you know, did invite, had guests, guests at their table. And we were zeched to participate in, in a suda with a major Talmud Chacham. The fact that Rab Zal did not assume the mantle of Rebbe, he made it perfectly clear, I'm not a Rebbe, I'm a student. And we are all students. And Rabbein Zal said, I want to establish 
a Hasid. I want to establish students, and those students will make other students. Made it clear that some of the some of the displays of of kingdom that some of the rebbe's do that in in Breslov it's not done because we're not the rebbe. No, the rebbe is Rabbeinazal. We are all students. Even the leaders, even the elders, even the Talmidei Chachamim, the tzaddikim, those that that know. They, they, they conduct themselves like students. A question, was the meal last night that, that was conducted, there was a, a large, a very large gathering in a hall, not in a shul, in a hall, to raise money for a shul for Rabbeinazal's shul, the main shul in Meishorim, <clears throat> is that is this the idea of eating with the tzaddik? The answer is yes to a degree, because Rabbeinazal said wherever my stu- wherever ten of my students will get be- get together, I'll be there, and when there's a meal being held specifically in order to build Rabbeinazal's shul, Rabbeinazal's Rabbeinazal's inyanim, that could definitely also be considered eating with the tzaddik, where the whole intention of the meal is to, to, to serve the tzaddik, to get close to the tzaddik. Rav Nosanzal continues, and this is why the, the, that portion in the Torah in Bechukosa concludes with the words, I am the Hashem who took you out of Mitzrayim. And I will lead you standing upright, standing tall. Pirish Rashi, Bekoima Zekufa, standing erect, tall. Zebechinas Mashemavur Shambatoyonal. This ties in beautifully with what Rabbi Nassau explains over there in Likutei Maran, chapter 7 in the second half of Likutei which this halach is based on, <laughs> that in order for a person to be able to experience this during eating, the person has to be an ishchayel, a mensch, a warrior, a, a soldier, the person is, has a share in the Holy Kingdom. <clears throat> the person is conducting themselves like royalty, not like a schlepper, not like a schlemazel. And this is why Hashem mentions the fact that He performed this kindness for us. That Hashem took us out of Egypt from being slaves, servants to the Egyptians. He took us out of exile. So that the kingdom of evil should not be ruling over us. And the Pasuk continues to explain, Hashem says, I'll smash, I'll destroy the yoke that the, your, your masters put on you in Egypt. And I will lead you standing upright, standing tall. 
This is what Rabbi Nezal is stressing there in Likud Imran when he says that in order for a person to avail themselves to this Se'oros Haratzin during Achila, the person has to be a mensch. A mensch in this context meaning royalty, not, not slave, not slavery. Hepech Avdus, the opposite of slavery, servitude. Adarabah, just the opposite. Each and every single member of the Jewish nation has a portion in the Holy Kingdom. We, the Pesach says, Yisrael mam shaloysav. And through this, this again is one of the prerequisites in order to be zeichet to this he'orasarotzaim. Ayin kol Look carefully in chapter 7, in the second half of Likut Imran, you'll see all of this explained very elaborately with all the sources, the psukim, the gemaras. V'tovin dvorenu heitev. And you'll understand everything we're saying here very, very well. We'll hold it over here for now. The next piece is a continuation of what we just said about this malchus and memshala. And, and, and then it says, and you will chase your enemies. Rabbi Nassim is going to ask, what does that have to do? How does that tie into all of this? And he's going to explain again very, very clearly. to absorb all the lessons, the incredible insights that, that Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Nassim give us about a, a, a wholesome, a complete Yiddishkeit, the das, the eating, everything, showing us how to live Yiddishkeit to the fullest. to the Shlema, the coming of Moshiach, A question in the chat, isn't there an additional benefit in eating in a group, facilitating intentional eating? as you don't want to be caught fressing in public, the answer is also, it's true. It's true to a degree. That there are some people who when they're in public, they're, they're more careful. Unfortunately, again, in some tishes, it's become an issue to grab, to grab shirayim, that kind of thing, where it's not necessarily a display of royalty. I remember, <clears throat> I remember... Again, in our shul in Meisharim, years ago, many years ago, there was the poverty, and there was when when there was a kiddush, there was little food, and when the kiddush would be brought out Shabbos morning after davening, when many of the people there were up from midnight and had not eaten or drunk anything from midnight, and these are people who were poor, whose homes were poor, they didn't have that much to eat. So when Kiddush was brought out, sometimes people would grab, you know. And my Rebbe, Reb Michal Zechran Vrachal, looked at it, and it bothered him. And somebody once asked him, why don't you do something about this? Why don't you talk to the people, tell them they're not supposed to grab? He said, that's not the solution. The solution is to have more cake, to have, bring a little bit more so there's enough for everybody. And sure enough, he sorted. He made sure to raise the funds that there should be a little bit more and that it should be distributed to each. In those days, it was a lekach. A lekach is a certain kind of a round cookie that they make in Yerushalayim and in Meisharim area. A round cookie, very delicious when it's fresh, etc. And each person was given one or two lekachs. Somebody went around distributing, so nobody had to grab. Today, 
Today, the world has changed incredibly. I myself am just in awe. Today, in every Breslov shul just about that you go, the Gemara says, whoever fulfills the Torah in poverty will end up fulfilling it in wealth. You go into a Breslov shul today and you see there's kugels and there's herrings and there's cakes and the shalashuris is something incredible. Five or ten different salads and things. Baruch Hashem, the world has changed dramatically. Hashem should continue to bless all the donors, all the supporters, that they should be able to give so that, that things should be given with a toivayin, with generosity. There should be enough. <clears throat> there should be svir. People should be completely satiated, satisfied. Bezoich again to the Geula Shleima. Rav Nassim, quick question. Where does it say um, to avoid politics and to avoid Maklokis? Can you just tell me the source? The, the answer is, where doesn't it say? Where doesn't it say? It says it everywhere. In the beginning of the Torah, on the, 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 there's a, it says in one place that Hashem created everything and it was good. And then the following day it says it was very good. And we find that I, on one of the days of creation, when Hashem separated the upper waters from the lower waters, there it doesn't say kitoiv. And, and, and it's brought from there, that because machlokes, where there's separation, it's not tov. Whereas on the first day of creation, when Hashem created light and darkness, and it says Hashem distinguished, differentiated between light and darkness, there it does say tov. <clears throat> because again, between a Jew and a non-Jew, we need machlo, we need separation. The Torah says, yishkon. The Jews are supposed to stay apart from the other nations. We don't want to assimilate. But between water and water, between like things, we don't want machlokis. We've spoken about the machlokis between the brothers of Yosef and Yosef HaTzadik and the incredible suffering and tragedies that resulted from that. Going down to Egypt, we spoke about the machlokis of Dosan Vaviram, and how Moshe Rabbeinu said, now I understand. Now I understand why the Jewish nation suffers more than anybody else. We're not worse than them, they're worse than us. But when there's machlokis among us, we deserve it. We deserve what we get. These are some of the hundreds or thousands of sources you know, that show the benefits of Shalom and the, 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 the destruction that's caused by machlokis chas v'shalom. And regarding politics, the Mishnah says in Perkyovois, have Zehirim Boroshus. Be careful, be careful regarding getting involved in government because they'll use you when they need you and they'll they'll do the opposite when they don't need you. The Gemara warns to stay out, stay as far away as you can from politics. Baruch Hashem.